to another episode of our Yasha Ministries Let's Wrap Reveal podcast. If you are listening for the very first time, welcome. Always want to say it is not by chance or coincidence that you are listening to me right now, but it is by God's divine order and he has ordered your steps right into our podcast. For those of you who are returning listeners, Thank you. I want you to know I do not take it lightly. And I thank you so very much for continuing to listen, like, comment, but most of all, sharing this podcast. Today, we're going to continue with this powerful series. We're talking on generational curses. What is a generational curse? It is described as a cumulative effect on a person or things that their ancestors did believe or practice in the past. It is important that we know our past history in order to deal with those spirits that plague us and our families. We have to come to a place where we're willing to acknowledge and deal with those sins. Because believe it or not, we all suffer from the consequences and some of the actions and the choices, even the beliefs of our ancestors to this day. Believe it or not, what they believe Their actions, their behavior, and their sins that they practice have a way of being passed down to the next generation. Knowingly or unknowingly, good or bad, we all begin to mirror those practices and repeat the same behaviors of our ancestors. Generational curses are believed to be passed down from one generation to another due to rebellion against God. I truly believe that is why it's called generational curses or generational sin, because it continues to be passed down from one generation to the next. I am Elder Shanina Walker, and today on Let's Rap Reveals, we're going to be continuing with this dynamic series entitled Sins of the Father, Part 3, Sins That Run Deep. In our previous episode, we were taking a look at the lives of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I touched a little on the family, identifying that the generational sin did not just begin with Abraham and Sarah, but in fact, it would have begun with Abraham and Sarah's father, Terah, and more than likely his father, Sarug. One thing for sure, we know that the origin of all sin began with their ancestors, which can be traced back to the Garden of Eden. In part one of Sins of the Father, we identified that one of the generational sins that followed Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob's family was a spirit of deception. But just where did this all begin? Well, my studies led me over to the book of Genesis, and I want you to turn with me to Genesis beginning at the third chapter. So if we go to Genesis, the third chapter, beginning at the first verse, and let's read. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord has made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, have God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree in the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the tree in the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat, neither shall ye touch, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God knoweth the day that you eat, therefore Your eyes shall be open and ye shall be as gods, knowing good from evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also to her husband with her and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were open and they saw that they were naked 
and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves apron. They heard the voice of the Lord walking in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of God among the trees in the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told thee thou was naked? Hast thou eaten from the tree on which I commanded thee thou should not eat? And the man said, The woman whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave it to me, and I did eat. And the Lord said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. Let's wrap. So most of us should be very familiar with this story. We've heard this story many of times on how the serpent began to talk with Eve and Eve began to allow the serpent to get in her head. He caused her to go against the commandment of what God had given Adam and her to follow by telling her that if she did what it was that she was desiring, that she would not die. Um, I said desiring because the word of God says in Genesis, the third chapter in the sixth verse, it says, and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit and did eat and also gave to her husband. In other words, Eve began to look at what she could get out of that. She began to look at that fruit and then she ate it. Cause she realized that it would make her wise that she will be able to know everything like God. Isn't that just like Satan? He's always trying to get us with what it is that we desire. And most of us, once we begin to desire thing, we will do whatever it takes to get it. I mean, honestly, just look around in this day and time that we live in. We know that people will do whatever it takes. People will lie, cheat, steal, even kill and think nothing of it to get what they want. The Bible says that Eve ate of the fruit of the tree of good and evil and nothing happened. But it also says that the second she gave it to Adam, her husband, he ate and their eyes came open. It was immediately after they ate the fruit, the Bible said their eyes came open. And it was about that time that they were really able to see what was going on. They began to see that they were naked. And what did they do? They did the same thing that many of us are trying to do today. They hid themselves. I told you in the introduction of this series, you are sick as your secret. The word tells us that he that hides sin shall not prosper. Don't think for a minute that by holding on to our past and present sins that we're going to be able to be delivered. And the Bible says that the Lord came down, taking his walk in the garden in the cool of the day in order to talk with Adam and Adam and Eve hid themselves. I couldn't help but to wonder why God didn't call for Adam and Eve, but he called for just Adam. It is because he gave Adam the command, the responsibility to keep the garden. It was his job to manage the garden. And so it is important to know that everything that took place in the garden, he was responsible for. Genesis, the third chapter and the ninth verse, the Lord said, Adam, where are you? I say that to say, if you are here today and you are a man listening to this podcast today, you are responsible for the welfare of your household and everything under the charge and the command that God has entrusted to you. 
In this series, it is entitled The Sins of the Father. I said that to say, fathers, what you do matter. You are the leader and the head of your children and they are watching you. And what you do, good or bad, you're passing on to the next generation. Many of you today need to repent for not taking responsibility for your actions and what you have shown your children. Adam passed the book like many men are still doing today. He blamed God and he blamed the woman. Adam said, God, the woman you gave to be with me, she gave it to me and I ate <laughs> like he didn't have a choice, like he didn't have free will. And what did Eve do? Genesis, the third chapter and the 13th verse, it says, the Lord asked the woman, what is it that thou have done? And she said, the serpent beguiled me. The serpent tricked me. The serpent, the serpent deceived me. In other words, there it goes. The spirit of deception. It began right here in the garden of Eden. Just like Eve, Satan is still tricking and deceiving many of you all because of the desire that's already inside of you. So I said this to say, be careful what you desire because your desire will affect the next generation. And this is exactly what happened. We see here that after the Lord put them out of the garden, the Bible says that Eve gave birth to two sons, one named Cain, who was the oldest. And then there was the youngest one named Abel. The Bible says that Cain was a tiller of the ground and Abel was a keeper of sheep. So after some time, Cain brought his offering of fruit of the ground unto the Lord. And Abel brought the firstling of his flock and the Lord accepted Abel's offering, but Cain's offering was not accepted. The Bible goes on to say that Cain got angry and the Lord saw that he was angry and he checked him on it. The Lord began to ask Cain, why are you angry? Why are you having tantrums? Why are you sucking? He began to say, why do you look like that? In other words, he began to tell Cain, if you do well, will not you be accepted? But if you do not do well, seeing is lying in wait for you and ready to pounce on you. It's out to get you. You have to master it. Now, I don't know about you, but just those words alone right there are encouraging to me because that lets us know that even after the fall of Adam and Eve in the garden, God told their descendant, their son, um, Cain, he said, you have the opportunity to master sin. Sin truly has no dominion over us. We give sin too much power. That was Cain's opportunity to confess the mess and let the Lord do the rest. He had the opportunity to get rid of the sickness that was forming on the inside of him. Remember, you are sick as your secrets. But what did he do instead? Instead of doing the righteous thing, he decided one day while out in the field, far away from the eyes of their parents, that he would confront his brother Abel. I find it quite interesting because him confronting Abel absolutely had nothing to do with Abel. He was not upset with Abel. He was really upset with God, but he took it out on Abel. Why? Because it was not Abel that rejected his offering. It was God that rejected his offering. It was God that accepted Abel's offering. And because Cain was jealous and civil rivalry occurred, because of the generation of curse that followed them outside of the garden, because of the power of sin that was lay, laying waiting as the Lord had um, tried to inform Cain of, he allowed it to take control over him. 
Cain came at Abel and killed him. Right then, he allowed sin to master him instead of him mastering sin. The Bible says, get angry, but sin not. It wasn't even so bad that he got angry, but the problem occurred when he allowed himself to spill his brother's innocent blood on the ground. And then when God asked Cain, where was his brother? He had the nerve to get smart with God. And it wasn't that God didn't already know where he was. God knew exactly where Abel was. He just wanted to find out if Cain was willing to confess what Cain thought was a secret. Remember, you are sick as your secrets. Here he had killed his brother and thought no one knew or could find out what was going on. But the Lord already knew. And then Cain had the nerve to lie to the Lord by saying, how should I know? Am I my brother's keeper? In other words, am I his babysitter? God asked Cain, what have you done? He asked him the same question he asked his mother Eve. Then he told him, the voice of your brother Abel's blood is calling out to me from the ground. God let him know from now on, you will get nothing but curses from the ground. God caused him to be a homeless wanderer on the earth and marked him so that no man would kill him. And this is where I wanted to get to today. I wanted to take you all the way back to the beginning where it all started. So we'll know that it didn't just start with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It did not just start with Abraham's father, Terah, nor his father, Nahor. But the generational curse or origin of generational sin started in the garden with Adam and Eve and their son Cain, who killed his brother Abel. So I think that it's safe to say that we have clearly seen that not only did the spirit of deception start right here in the Garden of Eden with Satan deceiving Eve, but it also that same spirit that she allowed to attach to her began to attach itself over to her son, which was Cain. And Cain also, not only did that spirit attach itself to him, but he had a spirit of jealousy, sibling rivalry. He had a spirit of anger. And also it ultimately ended with a spirit of murder where he killed his brother Abel. So let's just go back over this one more time. I want you to know where this all originated. This originated the spirit of deception in the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve gave birth to three sons, Cain, Abel, and Seth. Cain killed Abel. Cain also began to deal with those spirits again of deception, the spirit of sibling rivalry, the spirit of jealousy, the spirit of anger, and the spirit of murder. Now, let's just begin to shake up the family tree and see what's going on. So, um, Cain's descendant was Enoch. Enoch's descendant was Irad. Irad's descendant was Methuselah. Methuselah's descendant was Limelech. Limelech's descendants was Noah. Noah had three sons. He had a son by the name of Sham, Ham, and Japheth. Uh, Sham's descendant was the grandfather, the great grandfather of Terah, which was Sarug, and Sarug uh, descendant was Nahor. Nahor was his descendant was Terah. Terah was the father of Abraham, Sarah, Nahor, and Haran, 
Keep in mind that Haran had three children. He had Micah, he had Lot, and he had Iscah. Now, if you remember in the word of God, Haran, he died at a young age and Abraham took on the responsibility of Lot, his brother's son. And then you had Nahor. Nahor married Haran's daughter, Micah. So Michael and Nahor got married. So Nahor actually married his niece, his brother's daughter, Micah. And they got married and had seven sons and they had a son named Buthel. And Buthel was the father of Rebekah. Rebecca, and Laban. This is very important. I'm giving you groundwork for how all this stuff is mingled together and how all this family tree is all connected. How you So you can see how they're all we're dealing with the spirits of deception, spirits of uh, manipulation. We're dealing with lying spirits. We're dealing with favoritism, uh, sibling rivalry, hatred, trickery, envy, and also the spirit of murder throughout this bloodline in this family. There was a whole lot of things going on. So we know that uh, there was uh, Terah and then there was Sarah, which was his daughter and Abraham, which, Sa which Abraham and Sarah married one another. Um, Sarah was indeed Abraham half sister. They had the same father. They did not have the same mother. And we know that Sarah and Abraham gave birth to Isaac and then Isaac married Rebecca again, which was Laban's um, which was Busel's daughter, Laban's sister. So Rebecca and Laban were brothers and sisters. And in the last episode, I told you that Rebecca sent Jacob over to live with Laban, to go stay with her brother Laban. So Isaac and Rebecca had two sons, which was Esau and Jacob. And that's where we last left off at. We left off at Esau and Jacob and Jacob uh, fl fled um, to go stay with his uncle Laban. And then he, uh, ended up getting tricked by his uncle Laban. Uh, Laban proved to be a more trickster than them all because he, um, actually tricked Jacob to work for him for 20 years, seven years for, uh, Rebecca and end up with Leah. And then seven more years for Leah, uh, I mean for Rebecca. And then he ended up working another six years for him, a total of 20 years. So Jacob, end up marrying Rachel and also he married Leah, both been the daughters of Laban. So Rachel and Leah were both the daughters of Laban in which Jacob married. So he in fact married his first cousins and he also had uh, children with Zilpah and he had children with Bilhah, um, which was uh, the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. So this is where we're going to be starting out. When we come back, we're going to start out with the children of Israel. And that is rape. Uh, Leah gave birth to Reuben, uh, Simon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zubalin, and then uh, Zippah gave birth to Gad and Asher. And we have Billah who gave birth to Dan and Neptali. And then we have Rachel and Jacob who gave birth to Joseph and Benjamin. And we're going to start when we come back on part four with the life of Joseph. And we're going to see just how these generational sins continue to go down through the generational bloodline. The same spirits begin to flow right on down from all the way from the top, from Adam and Eve in the garden, from Cain, 
all the way down to where we're going to uh, start when we come back on part four um, to Joseph. So I want you to come back with me and I want you to please stay with me and continue out to the end of this powerful dynamic series on generational curses, generational sins, sins of the father. And this series that we just did today was sins that run deep. So now we see why I called it sins that run deep because these sins run real deep. They go away from the garden of Eden all the way down to we're going to start with Joseph. So I do hope you have enjoyed the series thus far and you will continue to listen, like, comment, and share. I want you to go and share this with a friend. If you have someone that you know is dealing with generational sin, generational curses, or patterns of sinful behavior or habits, I want you to go share this series with them. I want you to please also go to our Facebook page and be a part of our Facebook family at Yasha Ministry Walker on Facebook. That's right, Yasha Ministry Walker on Facebook. You also can catch us on many other different platforms. Uh, we want you to go also to our group page and be a part of our Let's Rap Reveal group page on Facebook also. I can't leave without letting you know that you can become a patron of this great ministry for as little as $5 or more a month. All you have to do is click on become a patron. Any amount, no amount is too great or too small. We'll greatly appreciate any amount that you would be willing um, to allow the Lord to touch your heart to give to this ministry. As always, I am Elder Shanina Walker, and I want you to know that I love you, but you better know that God will always love you more. Until the next time, have a blessed day.